Have you ever wondered why exactly it is that things usually sound better at home than they do on stage, in auditions, or even in lessons? It's easy to chalk it up to nerves or assume that you just have to practice more or get more performance experience. And sure, those things certainly are part of the puzzle, but a lot of times that's not really the true root cause. If you've been confused by the inconsistency of your performances, I put together a free four-minute quiz called the Mental Skills Audit, which will help you pinpoint your mental strengths and weaknesses and figure out what exactly to adjust and tweak in your preparation for more consistently optimal performances. You can take the Mental Skills Audit online at bulletproofmusician.com MSA. That's MSA for Mental Skills Audit. And again, it's 100% free, and it'll take just four minutes to get your results emailed to you as a PDF. This is Noah Kageyama, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Musician Podcast. Every Sunday morning, we'll take a look at a new research-based tip or technique to help you practice more effectively or perform better under pressure. And on the first Sunday of every month, I'll have a guest from the music, sport, or research world who will share their insights on how we can all be a little more awesome in the practice room and on stage. If you've read any articles online in the last few years about learning or resilience, you've probably come across some reference to the work of Carol Dweck and the idea of a growth versus fixed mindset. This is where believing that intelligence is changeable and can be developed, that is a growth mindset, is associated with better learning, performance, and perseverance. Whereas believing that intelligence or talent is something innate that we either have or don't have, that is a fixed mindset, is associated with a tendency to focus on proving ourselves and avoiding learning risks or challenges that could make us look bad. We've looked at some of this research before on the podcast, but it's always been centered around how one's mindset affects one's own learning experience. We've never really looked at how our mindset might affect the learning experience of others, specifically our students. And how big a deal is this really? Well, author and educator Parker J. Palmer once said something that I always found rather intriguing. He says that we teach who we are. So if this is true, it probably wouldn't be such a bad idea to take a look at what sort of effect our mindset may have on our students. And this is exactly what a team of researchers from five different universities came together to study. The team recruited 902 first- and second-year undergraduate students, all from a large Midwestern university, and who were enrolled in one of 37 intro-level math, science, and engineering classes. Somewhere between the second and fourth week of the semester, participants were asked to complete a survey that asked how they perceived their professors' mindset beliefs, warmth, and competence, which asked how competent and smart the professor seemed, how warm, friendly, and mean they were, and included items like, the professor in this class seems to believe that students have a certain amount of intelligence and they really can't do much to change it. Then, starting around the sixth or seventh week of the semester, students began receiving text messages right after class with a survey to complete right then and there, which included questions to gauge their sense of psychological vulnerability. As in, did they feel like they belonged or fit in in class? Or did they feel like an imposter and people might find out that they're not as capable as they think that they are? Were they afraid of being evaluated negatively by others and worry about saying the wrong thing in class? 
and did they feel nervous, anxious, or stressed in class? At the end of the semester, participants completed one final survey where they reported on their attendance for the semester, how often they thought about dropping out of the class, and how interested they were in the class, as well as the broader field of study. Their grades were also obtained from the school's records. And what did the researchers find? Well, the short answer is that students' perception of their professors' mindsets did have a pretty meaningful effect, not just in terms of how much they enjoyed being in class, but also in their attendance, and ultimately in the grade they received at the end of the semester, too. Specifically, the more strongly they perceived their professor to have a fixed mindset, the less they felt they fit in, the more imposter feelings they had, and the more they worried about being evaluated negatively by their professor or classmates. This heightened sense of psychological vulnerability, especially their sense of belonging and imposter feelings, was in turn linked to lower attendance, more frequent thoughts about dropping out, and lower grades. So what are we to take away from all of this? I'm guessing that what we learned from today's study approaches only a tiny part of what Palmer meant when he said that we teach who we are. But still, I think it's pretty fascinating how our beliefs about learning, talent, and intelligence can seep into our teaching in very subtle and indirect ways that we may not even realize, which can in turn have a meaningful impact on students' lives. Not just in their sense of belonging in the classroom, or in their confidence, or how engaged they become with the subject matter, or how they respond to challenges, but possibly even in terms of the career path they take, where we might inadvertently either close off or open up a potential future to students. The big question, of course, is what are the subtle things we do that communicate these beliefs? The authors acknowledge that this is an important area for future research to explore, as this particular study didn't aim to answer that question directly. But there are some other studies that have looked at at least some parts of this question, which we'll explore a bit more next week. Specifically, how the well-intentioned ways in which we might try to comfort or console a struggling student can sometimes do more harm than good. You can find links to this week's study and other resources at bulletproofmusician.com blog. And if you found the episode helpful, please share it with a friend or practice buddy who you think might also enjoy experimenting with this during the coming week. Thank you.